Hello everyone and welcome to this week's Rooted podcast. My name is Connor and I'm an apprentice here at Central. I was an intern last year helping out with the youth ministry and Andy Harding basically offered me a new big money contract to um, join as an apprentice. So I accepted and I'm here for another year heading up the youth work at the church. This term in Rooted, we've been looking at what it means to live a life of endurance as we go through the book of Hebrews together. This week, I felt it was important for me to talk about failure and feeling underqualified and trying to live a life of endurance for God. I want to read a quote as I begin, and I just invite you just to listen to these words and receive what God has for you in them today. Your worst days are never so bad that you're beyond the reach of God's grace. And your best days are never so good that you're beyond the need of God's grace. It's a great, great quote. (laughs) Those of you who know me will know that after finishing school, I did a year-long outdoor instructor training course with the Abernethy Trust. Sports, coaching and the outdoors have always been something that I've loved and it's always been an easy place for me to engage with God and with others. So I felt it was a good move, a well-suited career choice and a place where God could use me and grow me. Over the year we had many gruelling assessments to achieve different qualifications and the last month of the course was filled with the four toughest assessments, including the hardest one of all, Mountaineering. Mountain leader, it was called, and it was definitely the big one. We'd spent virtually every weekend over the past year out in the hills, rain, snow or shine. We'd gone out on expeditions, on overnight hikes, on night navigations, and all of our hard work and training came down to a week-long assessment. Five days of high pressure and stress. The assessment involved a long list of components including rope work, rescues, nighttime navigation, whiteout navigation, river crossings and other beastly things. As you can imagine, when you get to day five you're feeling physically and mentally exhausted. And much like a driving test for those who have done that, you spend the entirety of the assessment not knowing how you're doing, not knowing what the assessor is scribbling down or thinking or muttering under their breath. And then comes the moment of truth. Have I passed? Or have I failed? We sat in Cairngorm car park and were summoned one at a time by our assessor to receive the result. My time came. I forced myself to my feet, trudged round to meet the assessor, to hear the words, Unfortunately, you have failed the assessment on this occasion. I remember the feelings that accompanied hearing those words. I felt that I had not only failed this assessment, but I was indeed a failure. I thought maybe this outdoor instructor stuff just wasn't for me. Maybe I wasn't good enough or gifted enough after all. Maybe I wasn't hardworking enough or I'd not actually found where God was calling me. The doubts riddled me. 2 Corinthians 12, 7-10 says this from the message. 
so I wouldn't get a big head, I was given the handicap to keep me in touch with my limitations. Satan's angel did his best to get me down. What he in fact did was push me to my knees. No danger then of walking around high and mighty. At first I didn't think of it as a gift and begged God to remove it. Three times I did that and then he told me, my grace is enough. It's all you need. My strength comes into its own in your weakness. Amazing, isn't it? God says his power is made perfect in weakness. This truth is what I held on to through the doubts. Even though I was not and I am not the greatest outdoor professional, God still chose me and still used me for his good. The failures all are all part of the journey. In fact, as Yoda from Star Wars famously remarks, the greatest teacher failure is. <laughs> Just a month later, despite finishing less qualified than others, I got a job at my preferred centre. Against the odds, God provided an opportunity. I went on to work at the Netherbridge Centre for the next three years where I had the opportunity to meet some incredible people. Kenny Roy, I'm talking about you. I was able to speak into the lives of hundreds of young people, lead many people to faith, and in my last year lead the Gap Year programme. And I also passed that dreaded mountain leader assessment. So why do I tell you all that? Well, it's, that's a good question. It's not to make you see how great an instructor I am or to show off my achievements. Actually, it's quite the opposite. I was and probably still am quite a clueless instructor. I had and still have a lot of doubts of myself and God. I failed. I got things wrong and I still get things wrong. But God stuck with me and he still used me and he definitely grew me. When we think about our own shortcomings, we can be encouraged when we turn to the scriptures because all of the people we read about in the Bible who God used, all of them, without exception, failed. Everyone had their weak points, their shortcomings, their doubts, and times when they felt totally underqualified. We all know the story of Peter's denial. In fact, it's probably one of the most well-known stories of Peter in the Bible. After being a disciple of Jesus for over three years, he crumbles when it matters most. When Jesus is taken into the courts to be crucified, Peter denies he even knows him and lets him down three times over. But Peter learns from his mistakes. He battles on even in the wake of defeat. He fails Jesus, but Jesus never fails him. By God's grace and love, we see Peter fight to make it right. In the same place where he failed Jesus, we see him in Acts 4 standing boldly for Christ's name. Having healed a lame man and been taken to court, he says, Let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified and whom God raised from the dead, by him this man is standing well before you. 
So today, if you're listening to this and you're feeling exhausted, feeling like you've nothing left to give, you've heard so many Christian pep talks, but you're still short of motivation, still lacking that fire that you once had. Maybe you feel like you've failed too many times. Your calling and purpose have become cloudy and you just can't see how God would ever want to use you. I want to remind you that God says his power is made perfect in our weakness, not in our strength. Not when we feel we've got everything together just right, but when we fail again, when we miss the mark, when we feel like we're not strong enough to keep the faith, that's when his power is made perfect. And so today I want you to just receive God's power again this morning or this evening or this afternoon. (laughs) And I want you maybe in the quiet to think about one thing that God might be asking you to take up again, to fight, to battle on. What step is it? Maybe it's reading your Bible more. Maybe it's being um, a bit less agitated or nicer to your kids or more patient with with a workmate. Whatever it might be, think of that one thing and try and do that today and this week. Let me pray. Yeah, Heavenly Father, we thank you for that truth, that your power is made perfect in our weakness. And today and this week, we want to rest in that truth, that when we fail, when we're aware of our shortcomings, we can come boldly into your presence because your power is made perfect in our weakness. Amen.